Hey folks, uh, it's Gaming After Dark. Uh, sorry for the break. Uh, we've been taking longer breaks, I guess, between episodes. There's just really not much to talk about in terms of news. Um, you know, I mean, Mondo and I were literally just discussing this before we kicked off the podcast. There's almost no news to really report. So it's just, it's, uh, we do have some news for this episode, but it's probably not going to be our longest episode, basically. Uh, Mondo, what have you been up to? Hey, man. Yeah few different things i i dropped off of some games that i was playing through um like what were you like, playing before the well twilight princess i haven't played it probably in like about a month and a half, like maybe a month and a half so i just took it off my list for now it's going to be on pause for a bit i i did i really like it like i mentioned in the last cast but it's just like i've been busy with other stuff so i've just kind of dropped it off for now um and it's something i can pick up pretty quickly um but i'm I'm not playing through a brutal legend that came out on game pass. I it's weird because I've owned this game probably for over 10 years on the 360, but I never played it. Uh, <laughs> I never played it. And then it popped up on game pass. Uh, now that double find owned by, you know, Microsoft. Microsoft. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I think it's time to give this game a shot. Cause obviously like I love fucking rock music metal. So um, yeah, it's awesome. It's so good. Like it's super cool. Um, Jack Black does a really good job, you know, to, uh, doing the voice of the main character and like all the metal references in here are just super awesome. But it's, um, I didn't realize it was like an open world game and it has a bit of like, um, it's a kind of RTS ish in the way that you control a lot of little guys and stuff and you can spawn a bunch of characters. Yeah, it's got some art. It does have some RTS mechanics. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird blend of different things. Uh, so I was surprised at certain sections of the game where you have to control little minions and stuff. So, I mean, it's not difficult to do. It's pretty easy. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you've played it, but it's it's pretty cool. Oh, I dude, yeah, really I've totally played it. I have absolutely played it. So, uh, no, I uh, am a big fan, actually, of Brutal Legend. Um, I did not play Brutal Legend uh, on PS3 or 360. Like you mentioned, I ended up... Uh, it kind of came out, PS360 is pretty much when I bailed on consoles. Like, I bailed sometime around, like, 2009 or something like that. I really kind of quit paying attention to consoles, or in, like, 2009, 2010. And then a couple years later, I built my first PC and got, like, seriously into PC gaming. Did you play a Wii a lot? Mm, I played Wii up until about 2009, 2010. Yeah, I was pretty into, I think the last major game release I played for it was Super Mario Galaxy 2, which I want to say was... 2010 really good game okay super mario galaxy 2 was great it was an awesome game but that was like the last major wii game that i that was probably the last major console game period that i invested in for a while uh i would say until the current gen and i haven't invested that heavily in any current gen console but i mean uh i have played some stuff but the no to stay more on topic brutal legend so it they eventually ported it to pc which i was really stoked about it took them quite a while yet again um this is a game i loved uh for many of the same reasons that mondo just listed uh i'm a bit of a music nut in case you folks haven't caught on based on how much time i spent on rocksmith um i play i play guitar myself i play bass i play uh and uh, i i love rock music uh and uh in particular this game has quite a bit of motorhead which is motorhead's probably my favorite metal band um and uh also just i like jack black i do i like jack black the game has a lot going for it in terms of entertainment value in terms of 
uh, interesting design. It's just kind of a different game. It's like this hack and slash combined with Pikmin combined with, um, combined with, I mean, it's just, it's an interesting and unusual title. Uh, it's got some problems. I think it could have been shorter. Uh, there probably could have been a little bit of less dead space in the open world. Um, but you also need to remember, I mean, the time that it came out, like there was the open world thing, like that it was really exploding. Every game had to be open world and every game pretty much has a dead open world. Not to say that that makes it more enjoyable, but it's a franchise that when Microsoft acquired double fine, I was excited to see that they acquired them because I'm thoroughly convinced Microsoft will allow them to make a brutal legend too, which I mean, the IP I think is owned by, I don't know if it's owned by electronic arts or not, because that's the original publisher, right? Yeah, that is the original publisher. They may still own the rights, but I mean, Microsoft, if Double Fine wants to make another Brutal Legend, which I I think they do, because uh, I know that Jack Black actually worked with them on Psychonauts, too. He voiced one of the characters. So they're still working with Jack Black. And I think Jack Black would be, would want another Brutal Legend. And Tim uh, Schaefer has talked about wanting another Brutal Legend. But it is a it is a fun game. It's not the best design game of all time. It doesn't have the most polish of anything ever. But in terms of the stuff that Double Fine does well, like art direction and kind of unique ideas and writing, they nailed it. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, and also just the world design. It looks like the world design is basically, hey, what if you took a 1970s, like, you know, vinyl LP metal yeah. album and turned it into an actual, like, world? Who else has done that? Nobody. Yeah. It's super cool. Like, even when you, before you start the game, like the, they're going into like a record shop and pulling yep. the vinyl out of the shelf, you know? Yeah. The whole thing is like the whole menu system, the initial menu, it's like, you're going into like a, it's like an LP and they open it up and it's like one of those LPs where it's like a three piece LP, like the, yeah. the, 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 the cases, it's like a three piece case where you have to like open it in the flaps and stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. It's, it's a really cool on. presentation style. I would love to see them. I'm excited about Psychonauts 2. I'm really excited if they do a Brutal Legend 2. I will be really yeah. stoked about a Brutal Legend 2, and I hope they do it. I hope it's already under, under like being worked on, because I would love to see it in the next couple of years. But um, no, it's uh, I, I played through it on PC a few years back, and um, also, not only does it have Motorhead, it's got one of my favorite Motorhead songs of all time, which is In the Black, off of their Inferno record. Uh, which is, in my opinion, arguably their best album, too. By the way, uh, Motorhead's a weird band because they, you know, they went from like the '70s up until I think Lemmy died. I want to say in like 2013. Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. 2014, yeah, like, maybe. It might have been. Yeah. No, nah, maybe even later than that. Might have been 15. I mean, shit. I it might have been. Yeah, I'd have to check. It's it's he died sometime. I I think it was right around the same time Bowie died, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like it was like a, I think they were like a few months yeah, apart, but died in 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay, December. yeah, that sounds about right. And then, um, uh, he had released an album with them, I think, called Bad Magic, like right before that, I mean, or was it Black Magic? It was either Bad Magic or Black Magic, but I have the LP of that, and that that album was good, dude. That I bought that album, um, uh, like right before uh, he passed away. That was a weird day because I was like, actually, I was at work and I was talking to a guy who was a metal fan about Lemmy. And then literally he got onto his computer after like our lunch break. And he's like, oh, dude, Lemmy's dead. And I thought he was joking because we were literally talking about Lemmy while we found out. I was like, that's freaking weird. That's That's weird. Yeah, it's a weird one. 
So that was like uh, I I, th- I thought he was kidding because because uh, that. <laughs> but um, nuts. and then funnily enough, you know, I was watching. Uh, have you ever heard of the band Airborne? Yeah. Uh, out of Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So I have one of their albums. Their yeah. first record has a track off of it. I can't remember what the track is, but I was actually watching the music, some of their music videos last night. And there's a cameo from Lemmy in uh, one of the singles off of their first album that they made a music video for. Huh. I'll send I'll send it to you after the after cool. the show. Yeah, they they always reminded me a bit of like a uh, ACDC type thing or something. Oh, for that's sure. Why, yeah, and that's why I picked up the the CD. God, it had been like 13 years ago or something, 12 years ago, one of their first CDs. But I thought it was really good. Yeah, Slash says they're one of the best live bands in the world right now. So I've got to at some point see them live when live music comes yeah. back. But yeah. um, anyways, uh, no, Brutal Legend, good game, folks. Check it out and uh, join the the chorus for uh, pun not intended, FYI, <laughs> uh, <laughs> for a Brutal Legend too. Yeah, no, it's awesome. <laughs> Totally. And uh, I, I, it's funny because I hadn't played a lot of Double Fine games. Like I never played Psychonauts, even though I have it. Uh, I have it on Steam and I have it on the Xbox. So I'll I'll, I'll be playing through that. Though, oh, you like should play Psychonauts. Too. Psychonauts is a yeah. cool game. Um, Psychonauts, fun fact about Psychonauts, I didn't realize it until I watched this movie with Dennis Quaid. There's this movie with Dennis Quaid and I forget the name of the movie. But it's like where it's like site. I was like, I had beaten the psychonauts and then I'm watching this move, like random movie on like some, it's like one of those B tier channels that they play out over the air, you know, like uh, they, they call them digital sub channels where like uh, they're free, but it's like these back catalog of like movies from like that nobody would want to pay for. So that it, they're not very, usually very good. But the, uh, this movie with Dennis Quaid, I am a Dennis Quaid fan. I will say that, but the, uh, so that's why I watched it. But Dennis Quaid was in this freaking weird movie, and it was like about like a science scientific research thing where like they were trying to like go into people's dreams. Huh. And I was like, dude, this is like this is Psychonauts. So then at the time, uh, before uh, when I was like still occasionally talking to Tim Schafer on Twitter, um, I actually tweeted him. I was like, dude, like I'm watching this movie and. Uh, did you base Psychonauts off of this? And he was like, yeah. So anyways, story. That's so weird. Holy shit. Damn. I was like, how that's did I not? <laughs> Dreamscape. That's the movie, dude. Dreamscape. Ah. That is, a, it, um, it's a freak, actually kind of a kick-ass movie. You should, people should watch huh. that too. But anyways. Yeah, I've never heard of that one. Interesting. That's a pretty cool one. Tid. Um, all right. So the, the next game I've been playing, and this is going to be an interesting one, and I think it'll get you to talk about this a little bit uh octopath traveler now i don't have a switch anymore because i sold it because i didn't like it well to be fair i had the switch light and it was there really wasn't much i could do with that like i probably should have just gotten the standard switch anyways anyway yeah (laughs) in hi in hindsight maybe down the line when they have a new switch out or something and this one drops in price if it ever does i will consider buying a switch again but um i've been able to get a ton of wii game or wii u games uh that have been released on the switch for like a dime so um i don't really regret it too much but anyways octopath traveler i've been playing it on stadia <laughs> oh, that's the funny part so my birthday was just a little bit ago i had some extra money and i ended up grabbing a stadia controller and a chromecast ultra because I'd been hearing that, you know, I'd been getting some latency issues when I did try Stadia on my PC. 
wasn't working too well. I tried like Destiny 2, played like shit. Um, I played uh, Grid, I think they have on there, played like shit. It's just so much lag. And so I ended up trying out, and it was really cheap. I think I paid like 70 or 80 bucks for both. Um, oh, wow, cheap. That isn't bad. For a Chromecast Ultra that I can use for other things and a controller that works with my computer, it's really not that bad. Um, so, How's the build I quality did, on the controller? It's pretty good. Um, the pad, I think, could be a little bit better. It's super snappy, um, but the triggers handle really well, and I actually like them over the PlayStation triggers. Like, I don't think it's better than the Xbox One, but uh, it's it's not bad. And I, I hate the placement of where the... Um, the the um the thumbsticks are like i i really like where the xbox ones are like high left and bottom right instead of right next to each other like the playstation dualshock but uh, they kept that same style like the same thing um and i guess the controller connects through uh connects to wi-fi too so that's supposed to supposedly help with the latency i don't know if that actually works but that's what they say um but yeah it is surprisingly very good. Um, I've been testing out a number of games on it, just games I would never play and I don't plan to, just to see if it actually ever has an issue. I have never encountered any slowdown yet. Um, playing it just on you know my standard Wi-Fi, I think I get maybe 200 megabytes per second or something. Um, been playing Destiny 2. I mean, it's like lag free, super responsive, really good grid. Again, I was able to play a racing game just fine. Um, I've been playing uh, Dead by Daylight on that. Like I tried it on there um, and yeah, man, it works great. So I'm not saying that I'm going to completely support the platform and like, you know, start buying games on it by any means. But um, I always wanted to play Octopath Traveler and I don't have a Switch. So they had a promotion of like 10, I think it was 10 bucks off a game. Uh, and I was thinking about getting it on Baldur's Gate 3 on it, but it's not ready yet. You know, it's, it's still a early access title. So I didn't want to do that. Um, so I ended up getting Octopath and I've probably put 13 hours into it uh, in about a week and a half. Um, really good game. I don't know if you've played it at all. No, but it, it, it's, awesome. it's so good. Like it, the music especially is fantastic. Um, the stories are really interesting for each character. Super dark. It's obviously it's got like the 16-bit thing going, but it's um, yeah, it just looks really nice. Um, but no, it's I'm not trying to promote Stadia in any way. But it, we are I sponsored think, by Stadia, though. We should clarify. No, yeah. <laughs> <We're not>. <laughs> <laughs> they could use some sponsorship from anyone right now, man. Like, they, oh, yeah, they, we'll they, take they some. Use... I mean, I guess we, we would take their sponsorship if any of them are listening. But uh, yeah, and I will quit shit talking their product if they Dude. should choose to sponsor us. Yes, Actually, and I think too is I that would whore myself out for cash. Is that we? You know, anybody that I know makes fun of it. Like, it, I mean, let's be honest. It's got no support and uh, nobody. I don't know why you, why'd you, why'd you, why'd you buy in? Because the writing's pretty much on the wall for it. I mean. It is. It is. No, like, honestly, it is. And the thing of it is, is like, I, I, unless you're, I mean, it. Xbox is gonna, their Xbox is already doing X Cloud anyways. Mm-hmm. And you I make think no that's sense. why I know. And I think that's why I felt like I should try to actually see if it works right. Because I've been playing xCloud pretty regularly on my phone and it works really well. I rarely have problems. Even although when I do play like maybe a Gears 5 or a Halo, that's tough. It's a little hard to play on your phone with the controller. What are you successfully playing then? On it, just RPGs. I've been playing um, 
like uh uh what is that game a lot of platformers um blood you know what is i can't remember the name of that one um but oh, it must be very good then no it's i mean it's not like i've been putting i haven't been playing any extensive game on it but i did finish like the uh, walking dead series on that i mostly used it for that uh but come on that's a good game but <laughs> but <laughs> But that really got me curious as to like, you know, if cloud gaming can actually happen on a big scale. And that's why I was like, I think I should try it. And I had extra money. I was like, why not? So, but what I'm, not, I'm still not understanding here because the, the X cloud is already a bigger scale. Than yeah, except it's, it's tied to your phone right now. You can't actually use it on your TV. Like you can't use it on your computer. It's just tied to your phone right now at 720p. So stay ahead. I thought that, I thought that uh, no. they finally made it live no. on um, um, console. Not yet. No, you can stream your console if you want to your phone, but the only way to play xCloud right now is via your phone. Uh, so it's, it's still stuck there. I think they're working on a PC app. Uh, and then they said they're working on TV farther down the line, but the next thing right now is for PC. Um, well, I guess they're having a streaming stick soon for television sets too. That's right. what I had read. And I heard about that too. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was getting to was that, you know, with, with Stadia, it's like you're tied to your, your Chrome, uh, the Chromecast ultra stick or whatever. And, uh, you know, not everyone uses it, but if you want to use it on your TV, then you have to buy that part. And it, like I said, it actually works really well. Um, so I can see how people in the future might adapt a similar service for like the Xbox or something. It's not by a full on console, but just by a stick, you know, and have game pass or something available. On well, I've been saying for a long time that, that, that this works. is eventually, this is gonna, I mean, you know, I've been really surprised by the pushback that we get in, in particular, uh, among the Sega crowd, uh, yeah. the, you know, you know, the one I'm talking about, uh, mm -hmm. they, they will like be like, Oh, it's not the future. And it's like, guys, like, I mean, I'm a PC gamer. I like to build my PCs and have control over my hardware and install and all that stuff. And, um, you're not going to be able to like, I, it, it's just obvious. I mean, look at, look what happened with music. It went from physical to digital mp3 download to subscription service you look at right. uh, you look at movies and tv they went from physical to pay you know digital download to subscription and that and in that case it happened actually really really quickly like uh, there was right. like a really short window where like people bought movies to download them on like xbox and apple tv and yeah like it mostly netflix like slaughtered that business that 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 sort of a uh, model the, the the sort of like i mean you can still do it but it's like who who's actually buying right no one buys I mean, digital no. movies mm -mm. I, I mean no, i do occasionally if there's like a crazy deal but like <laughs> it's like pretty much i like i like i do what i do is uh i do the voodoo disc to digital but like right. for like two bucks but it's like otherwise i pretty much just like find it streaming for free somewhere or else I find it on one of the subservices I have, or I don't watch it. Exactly. So, you know, there's so much like content out there that it's like, I mean, I'm not like dead set on watching most things. There's very few movies that I'm like, Oh, I've got to see that. So it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going to be a tough one. I think games, people really, you know, you have a lot of collectors and things like that who like to actually own physical medium. And so I understand it's going to be a really difficult thing for most folks to adapt to, but it's going to happen. Know, it's it's going to happen. happen. And, and it, I was super skeptical of the tech too. You know, I didn't think it was really possible to do it. Uh, this soon, I th Well, I, th I think it's possible to, oh yeah, okay, there you go. I think it's possible to do it, but I think the issue is that 
the tech is not the I should say the infrastructure is not really ready for the prime time. Yeah, I mean, you have a lot of different places that still don't have, you know, um, great internet you know, access. Right. And then they cap you things like that. So yep. like I get it, I don't have a cap. It kind of works out pretty well here. But I'm just saying that I've tried it and it actually is like incredibly uh, good. Like it works super well. I'm not going to go spending like 50, 60 bucks on games that they're launching on there because I know like Cyberpunk's going to be on that. Like I'd rather get it on the Xbox, stuff like that. But well, you're already getting a Series X. Yeah, exactly. So if I do buy Cyberpunk, I'm going to get it on the Xbox because I'd actually would rather buy it <laughs> than buy it on the cloud. So, but no, it's crazy. Like it, it works. Um, and it's just interesting how uh, they've been able to get the tech to work super well. It's just they have no freaking games for it, you know? <laughs> they got, like, no support right now. So, but anyways, that was kind of an interesting one. And then um, Halo Master Chief Collection, I've been playing some multiplayer. Just a couple, uh, maybe about a week ago, started getting back into it a little bit. Um, I want to. I'm going to get back into it here soon. I'm still playing yeah. here and there, but... Uh, we have news later about a patch that's coming for Halo 4 or Halo Master Chief Collection. Yeah. And I'll discuss that in a second. Yeah, once we get into news. And uh, a lot of snipers and uh, shotguns, which is super fucking fun. Uh, I don't know if you ever played that, but I, I've always yeah. been interested in playing snipers. Um, yeah, and that's that's what I've been doing. And, and I'm actually pretty good at it, surprisingly. I thought it'd be a lot worse. So not too bad. But uh, what have you been up um, uh still working on luigi's mansion 3 but i've actually slowed down i need to get back to it with halloween right around the corner um i have been playing rocksmith of course that's no surprise uh i have been playing a ton of ion fury though i am back to ion fury i've kind of i'm flip-flopping between luigi's mansion 3 and ion fury and right now i've been doing a ton of ion fury i even tried to stream it but my internet's shit so i was unsuccessful um uh but uh no ion fury dude that game is so good i think i'm about halfway through it i want to say maybe a little more than halfway i'm kind of bummed but they are coming out with an expansion for it anyway so it's not the worst thing in the world i'll just probably buy that one when it hits yeah but uh it's just if you like classic first person shooters folks ion fury is is probably the best fps game i have played since i played duke nukem 3d circa 2013 or 14 or 15 or whenever the heck i played Still it, I think it might have been. how late you played it it was like 2014 Dang. something like that it was like anyways it was it was about 20 years after it came out and i played duke nukem <laughs> 3d and i said wow this is probably the best first person first person shooter ever made and now Ion Fury comes out, and I still think Duke Nukem 3D is the best first-person shooter ever made. Don't get me wrong, but this is really good. This is 3D Realms just knocked it out of the park on this game. I really, really love it. Had uh, last year, I gave Game of the Year to Halo Reach uh, in DSOG's in D Dark Side of Gaming's um, uh, end of the year Game of the Year awards, where everybody picks their Game of the Year, and. Uh, Frankly, if I had played this, and I wish I had, I because this game deserved Game of the Year, it, I would pick this over any of the Halo games. I mean, it's it, the only one that maybe would contend would be the first Halo, Halo uh, Combat Evolved. But this is just, it's incredibly good. It's inc the level designs through the roof, love the whole thing. Enemy AI could be better, but that's kind of to be expected given some yeah. antiquated tech elements. But I mean, overall, it's like the the way in the areas that super, super, super matter. It's just so much better than a lot of the modern school of FPS de design. 
as many of you know, uh, and as we discussed earlier, uh, I'm a bit of a music junkie. I've uh, been working on band back catalogs. I finished all of Cheap Trick, which is quite the task because they have something like 14 albums or something. Um, and then uh, some of them weren't very good. Some of them were very good. So, they, you know, they, they, there you go. They, they, they had some great albums. Um, and then also the other band I listened to their entire back catalog, not nearly as uh as big in as big of it a time expenditure is uh, Orange Juice, which was huh. a Scottish Scottish post punk band. Uh, they were very good. I I've known about them for a while, but I've never listened to every single. They only have like three albums really, and then there's like some like B sides and rarities collections after that. But the I had never listened to all, like all three of their albums all the way through, so I did that. Anyways, good stuff. Every single one of the, all three of their albums are good. They did, I think, an, ex an EP that was, eh, it was a little bit weaker. It was kind of throwaway, but it was still actually above average. Um, anyways, going into rumors, uh, this is not a surprise, but uh, there's a rumor that there might be an Outer World sequel. Um, I'm not surprised by this at all. It seemed kind of like an obvious thing to me, given yeah. Obsidian was acquired by Microsoft. And then on top of that, Outer Worlds was a... Uh, was a hit. Um, I don't know, and I believe that in the publishing arrangement that Obsidian made with uh, 2K, um, they retained ownership of the IP, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure that's the case. Uh, so, I, I mean, I'm not surprised by this at all. It seems yeah. like a franchise that was a big success and was. I, I see no reason why Microsoft wouldn't want a sequel to it, especially potentially as a as a Microsoft ecosystem exclusive. Um, the rumor says that the game is currently in pre-production. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't. I also wouldn't be surprised if it comes out reasonably quickly because it seems like you know. I mean, they probably can reuse a lot of the assets and. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we'll see. I think they're. Did the expansion come out yet? I, I don't know if the expansion yeah. came out. I don't think the exp oh it did. Okay, the expansion did come out. So yeah, I think like did a week ago. Or... I haven't yet. No, I do want. Is it to, in Game Pass? I, I it. Yeah, it should be. Mm -hmm. I think it's in Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should give that a shot again. I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, till the. I mean, there was like we've talked about there a few things in there that probably could have been better, but for the most part, I had fun with it. I thought it was good. I thought it was cool. Uh, I thought it was fun overall. It's mostly issues with the world that I had world. Building. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, sure. I'm sure the listeners will know what we're talking about. So no need to dwell. Anyways, into news. Good. Yeah. Cool. Next bit in the news. Uh, Ubisoft uh, Crytek data posted on ransomware gang's site. Uh, apparently, a ransomware gang uh, going by Egregor has leaked data claims have obtained from internal networks of two of today's largest gaming companies, Ubisoft and Crytek. I guess they have a bunch of stuff about um, the new, uh, what is that? The new Legion game. Uh, I forget what game that is. Watch Dogs? Watch right? Dogs. Yeah, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Legions. Guess they have a bunch of assets of that game and then some like old Crytek stuff. <laughs> they posted like old 2013 meeting information and notes, which is kind of weird. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I'm not really sure I know a whole lot about this, but it's kind of interesting. Um, 
And yeah, that really sucks for both of them. I mean, Legion's I think drops uh like Monday or something, so kind of weird timing. Um, and I detect absolutely no hype for it either. But anyways, uh, the yeah, uh, either. <clears throat> I never liked Watchdogs to be honest. Um, no. Uh, next piece of news: Sega released uh, Streets of Camarocho and Golden Axe, among others. There were a couple other nice. games in there. There was like a. Uh, Company of Heroes game that was like, uh, well, it's based off of Company of Heroes where it's like uh, overhead tanks. But um, basically, uh, Streets of Camarocho, it's basically Streets of Rage with uh, Yakuza reskin. Golden, I would say the most interesting game out of these four, they gave them away for free for their 60th anniversary. Uh, I don't think you can actually get them anymore, FYI. But the the most interesting of them uh, was probably the Golden Axe. Which they called Golden Axed, a cancel, a cancel <laughs> prototype, yeah. which was a, a clever name. Yeah. Um, but the, <laughs> yeah. uh, I I didn't actually play any of these. A guy in our Discord actually streamed all of them, uh, which was interesting to watch. Justice, he he streamed them all. But the, uh, um, I I did play actually. Excuse me, I did play a little bit of Streets of Camarocho, Camu, Camarocho, but. Uh, Mostly while I was playing it, first of all, it's a lot like you like the, the enemies are not aggressive at all. It's 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 kind of just like a it's very much like a like sort of a just throwaway game. Yeah. Um, I was not particularly impressed with anything that I saw out of these four. Uh, the Golden Axe thing was made in a very short amount of time by Sega Australia, which was the same studio that did Castle of Illusion, the Castle of Illusion remake, I should say. Okay. Uh, not not the original on Sega Genesis. But the uh, uh, they did a remake of Castle of Illusion that was quite good. This Golden Axe game, I'm not saying it wouldn't have been good, uh, but it was just you know it was it was basically a proof of concept, and it's not really polished or anything like that. So you can see what right. they were they were they were basically going to try to do what they did for Castle of Illusion with Golden Axe, which I, I'd be on board for. I mean, I'd be stoked to see sure. Golden Axe come back in a meaningful way. I will say, I mean, after Streets of Rage four. And Sega kind of not really being in the picture on that game. It's kind of like, okay, well, you know, like <laughs> yeah. it's kind of annoying. They did Streets of Camarocho and weren't involved in Streets of Rage 4 to me, but uh, kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, my guess is that Streets of Rage 4 happened and now they're releasing the Golden Axe prototype that they didn't like ever actually fully develop and they're trying to gauge interest. But it's like, I think they're trying to gauge interest because Streets of Rage 4 was a, a smash hit. Right. And it's like, well, you guys could have just partook in Streets of Rage 4. I think I don't know if they're going to see the same success that Streets of Rage 4 had with a new Golden Axe. So, no, no, definitely um, not. I don't know how and, well that that modern Golden Axe did, but it, I heard it wasn't very good. Beast Rider? Well, yeah, that, the, no, the uh, Beast, that was like a PS3 game. It was like awful. Yeah. It wasn't even really like a traditional Golden Axe game. Though. It was like they a tried 3D... to be like a, Hack and it was slash, like a, right? yeah, it was a 3D hack and slash like action game, and I think it was quite awful. It was made by a secret level in San Francisco, ah. and I remember, oh, I remember Sega. Sega actually acquired them, and oh, it was like it was a terrible game. And then they like released the game, and it bombed. And then I think they used that studio for the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, they used them for some of the like licensed Marvel games that they made that were awful, oh, like Iron geez. Man. Wow. And then they shut that studio down, if I remember correctly. This is going back a while, so oh, I might man. be my memory might be a little bit hazy. I, no, I, I, I know. You're right. I think well, you're then right. you know, you want to know what's particularly upsetting about that is uh, uh, next. I think it's a uh, uh, next level games. 
they partnered with them to make, I think it was the Captain America game that was actually fairly well reviewed, then never worked with them again. And now that's the studio that works with like Nintendo on the Luigi's Mansion games oh. and actually makes like good games. And like, a, that's I, interesting. They're basically like a second party studio for Nintendo now. I don't think mm-hmm. they're directly owned, but they, they work almost exclusively with, with Nintendo as far as I know at this point. Huh. So nice going, so they Sega. Botched, they botched the, the <laughs> game with Sega, and they're making winners with Nintendo. <laughs> no, 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 no. They 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 did a good job on the Captain America game, and then Sega bought ah, okay. a cra- the crappy studio in San Francisco, and then ignored <laughs> Next Level up in Canada. That, that, that's a Sega thing to do, though, right? I know it's totally a Sega thing to do. It's like, oh, you did a good job. Uh, you know, I I don't think we're gonna work with you anymore. And, <laughs> and, and, this, and these guys are building a pile of crap, but it's directly across, across the street from headquarters. So I think we're going with them. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Oh god! That's that's, that's definitely anyway. Yep. But uh, anyways, uh, AMD CPUs hit twenty five percent market share on Steam hardware survey. Not much to add here. This is uh, a pretty big number, I would say, for uh, AMD. You know, usually this is a number that's been uh, dominated by Intel for a long, long time. And uh, you're starting to see AMD's market share grow there. So not too surprising. They've released better and better products at very competitive price points. And uh, you're starting to see that reflect in market share. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, next bit of news. Red Dead Redemption 2 has finally been cracked uh, one year after its PC release. Uh, I'm not sure there's a whole lot to talk about yeah there's not but it's impressive that it lasted that long yeah (laughs) that's the main uh, one year is i mean it's pretty good for such a big release i'm kind of surprised considering how many mods there are for like gta 5 (laughs) i'm sure you're gonna see some crazy stuff for this one too like the gta 5 modding scene is huge so many people play that game still it's incredibly popular oh yeah i don't know how long gta 5 took to, to crack though but I mean, yeah, for I a know. year, a year for Red Dead Redemption Two is uh, damn. It's impressive. It's I'm surprised. Yeah, it's it, it is surprising to me. Uh, but the um, okay. Anyways, next piece of news is the uh, Halo Four beta. So basically, uh, this is actually already live if you're on the like insider ring with uh, Master Chief Collection. But Halo 4 is coming to the uh, the PC version of, of Master Chief Collection. And with it, supposedly, what's exciting is the next, the patch that includes it is going to include the um, cross-platform multiplayer and input-based matchmaking. So if you don't want to play with people who have controllers, you don't have to. If you want to play only with people who have controllers, you can, uh, or vice versa with keyboard and mouse. And uh, you will also be able to play with Xbox players with the PC version and, and vice versa. So it's um, I'm excited about this because I don't play on console much. I, I, I don't play on console much anymore, regardless of genre, but I especially do not enjoy playing first-person shooters on console. I just I don't. And so I this do. will this will allow me and Pyro, because he's a fool and he prefers dual analog for for first-person shooters for some reason. He prefers yep. it. And uh, 
it will allow us to finally play together since I abandoned this some time ago and have to get I have to get dragged onto playing on console. So yeah. and also it'll make the community on PC feel better because as I'm sure anybody who's played the game online on PC knows, there is a major advantage for dual analog players because of the aim assist, which is extremely aggressive in Halo. Uh, I've, I've seen one of the interesting things I've seen with people who are quote unquote cheating. I don't consider it cheating in this case is what they'll do is they will get the, they will play the PC version of master chief collection with keyboard and mouse, but they will emulate, they will have the P the mouse emulate the second analog stick and that will get the game to activate the aim assist with the mouse. And it's just uh. like, Oh God, it's, it's, I've watched YouTube videos of people doing it and it's just brutal. It's completely game breaking because they have the increased accuracy of the mouse wow. combined with basically an aim bot, and it's it's bad. I mean, some of the headshots you see people get off, it's just like so ri ridiculously obscene, and you can just yeah, you, you can see how you can see how broken it is. But uh, I mean, it's it's you know it's kind of a necessary evil for for console players to have that aim assist. I, I, I you know so I. I and now with crossplay, I mean, the only way they could really do it, folks, is is to allow you that input-based matchmaking. Yeah. But what Definitely. I'll tell you now is going to happen. I will say this. This will be freaking hilarious because PC users have had to suffer with the, the, the controller players for a while now. When input-based matchmaking shows up, all those people who are playing with keyboard and mouse that's emulated as a controller are going to filter into the console matchmaking. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Dude, and they're going to just display waste to the console players. It's going to be hilarious. I can't wait. I, people need to put the YouTube videos out. It's going to be fun. Oh, man, that's not cool. That's a crap. I'm not it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> Meanwhile, us, us PC folk are, who are going to play with, the, you know, when we switch our input matchmaking only to people with keyboard and mouse, it's going to be going to be walking on easy street. It's going to be nice, peaceful. So. <laughs> <laughs> How much longer till they get uh, like Halo 2 MP uh, crossplay? And when's that coming? Oh, I think this crossplay patch is going to be for all of the games. All of them? Oh, man. Finally. Yeah. Finally, we can put some time into that. I'm going to be all very, right. I'm going to be pumped, dude. We're going to do yeah, some firefight. Awesome. We will Hell be yeah. doing some firefight for sure. All right, cool. Next bit uh, Outer Worlds hits Steam October 23rd. Well, it actually just did. So, yesterday it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's 50% off. Yay. Oh, dude, if you want it. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's a great deal. No, the game's worth it. Like we already talked about it. It's a good game. Uh, very Fallout like. I think people say it's a lot like New Vegas, which Obsidian worked on. Never played it, but I do want to. Um, but yeah, no, pick it up. It's a great game. Um, aside from like some of the characters. Kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> Every time we discuss the game, it's like, ah, with the caveat of if you can tolerate some stuff. <laughs> if you can tolerate some interesting things, then go for it. But no, I feel it should be. I feel. I, I feel it should be actually cheaper than fifty percent off at this point. I mean, it's in Game Pass. Thirty it's, bucks. That's not so bad, right? That's not too bad. I don't know. It's in Game Pass. I mean, I, I feel like yeah. it's I feel like it's bargain bin at this point, dude. Did I tell you I saw Agents of Mayhem, dude? I went over to Walmart. Agents of Mayhem on PS4. They have like five copies for three cents. No joke. Yes, I took a picture of it posted on, the, yeah. <laughs> posted on the Discord. I'm like, oh. Yeah. 
I think I said still not worth it, but I was just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want to play it on PS4. I, I actually like I like Volition. I think they're great, but Agents of Mayhem. I tried it on Game Pass, and I was like, eh, they kind of missed the mark there. That's crazy. So, like, why even anyway. sell it? that point just give dude it I, well yeah well dude uh, what i think is like okay if you have them why not say like oh if you buy a game on ps4 we're giving this to you people for free right that's true like, like that's yeah. what i would why would you give stuff out for three cents yeah that's... like hey if you buy a if you buy a full price game we're tossing in a copy of <laughs> this free of charge i guess i don't know it's like yeah, if it's if it's incentive enough for some people, I guess, and go for it. Um, yeah, I was almost thinking to pick them up and sell them on eBay, but then I checked yeah, and they're going for like they're like seven they're bucks. like seven they're like seven bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Counting <laughs> shipping. Oh, <laughs> so, anyways, All right. last or next bit of news: Rockstar buys Ruffian. Uh, I guess Ruffian had worked on. Uh, what is it? Crackdown 2? It's kind of interesting. And even Master Chief Collection. So that's pretty cool. It's a good pickup for them. Uh, and I think they rebranded them already as a Rockstar Dundee. Like all their other, you know, branches. Rockstar something. So, uh, I, yeah. I don't know what exactly they've done other than Crackdown 2. But uh, that's cool. I guess that's good. Well, this is this is our show ender folks. We're I think 40 minutes into this episode. So it's going to be shorter than usual. Uh, There's like we said, there wasn't much news. I was really looking for news and this is what I found. Uh, Nintendo is permanently price dropping a singular joy con from 50 to $40 starting from the 9th of November. God. So uh, short news month and a half. If we're talking about instead of a hundred bucks for joy cons, it's now, $80 $80 for Joy-Cons. Damn. I can't believe that. Why are they so expensive? I don't get it. Doesn't seem I don't know, because like they barely work. Damn. So I like the idea, but the Bluetooth on them is awful. And um, yeah, it seems like they should be like probably like 60 bucks. But I guess, right. I mean, got to get that premium, bro. Got to get that Nintendo yeah. tax. Everything's so. a Nintendo tax. All their ports are too. Super expensive. Yeah. That's one of the biggest reasons why, you know, I don't feel too bad about not having a Switch anymore. It's too expensive. Well, what I do is I buy the games and then I usually cut them loose because they actually do hold their value, like, psychotically well. I mean, I think when I bought Link's Awakening, I actually, when I bought Link's Awakening, I bought it for 40 bucks used and sold it for uh, 45. Wow. So I actually, yeah, like, like, I beat it sold it like if i don't if like if I, if it's a game i never intend to come back to again i just cut it loose and then i buy another game like uh same thing's probably gonna happen with donkey kong Tro- tropical freeze bought it on sale new for like 40 bucks and i think it goes for yeah. like four, 40 45 used on ebay yeah. like they the games That's hold insane. their value just stupid like it's it, i agree with you i wish the games were cheap i wish that they had like i mean i love like if I had to pick a console at this point, I would pick Xbox just because of Game Pass. It's like it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So at least right now it is. I, I think there's I don't know if Game Pass is gonna continue being a crazy good deal for right. for however long. I don't right. I, I don't know how long Microsoft's gonna keep it up. Right now it feels like you know they're in a position with it where it's it's very appealing. They're the only ones really offering such a, a competitively uh such a competitive surface uh, service and at such a competitive price but it's i mean 
I also know Microsoft and they're, they like to do microtransactions and they like to, right. they're going to try to make that money up somewhere. Cause it's like, they're releasing so many first party games on it that they would have used, you know, they, that a, a few years back, they would have charged 60 bucks for. And, uh, I mean, maybe maybe it, it's a situation where it makes it up through volume. Maybe that's what they're hoping, and I, I could see that. But right now, yeah. it doesn't. It's not like it has a crazy amount of subs. It has a good number of subs, and it's growing, but it's not huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think over time, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna help them a lot next gen, especially when Halo eventually drops. But I mean, it's like it's like they talked about, right? How the you know multiplayer might potentially be free to play or something. That was a big rumor. So. I don't know if that's their plan for some games is dropping a campaign on there and, you know, doing something different with the multiplayer or dropping games like Sea of Thieves that are half-baked, you know, and uh, forcing you to buy, like, DLC or other things. I don't know. I mean, it's... All the DLC for Sea of Thieves was free, but it's... I don't think they, they keep this whole... the same type of thing going on. In, in well, and Sea of Thieves, I mean, actually made sense as a... Well, I... Okay, I will say this. Games like Sea of Thieves and Grounded make a lot of sense to me as Game Pass releases because, frankly, there's just not a lot there. And it's like the, right. that type of genre where you make your own thing go, you know, and it's like, oh, hey, make your own adventure. But it's like, really, they just don't want to pay people to design something. And it's like, oh, wow, look at it took off on Twitch. So it's a massive hit. But it's like, it's right. just like, I mean, Sea of Thieves was basically was fun. I liked it. It was basically VR chat. Like it was basically yeah. like the reason we enjoyed it for 20 hours was because I would get on a, an Xbox party with you and your brothers and we'd bullshit for a couple of hours while <laughs> griefing people. I mean, that's what all we would do is we would just go grief people. There was like no incentive to go do actual quests yeah, or we anything. Didn't do any quests at all. We were <laughs> there just was bludgeoning people and like spawn killing stuff. <laughs> there was a, you know there was nothing else to it i don't know that grounded's anything like that but it's definitely not a game that i'm into i hate the building thing i don't want to do that those aren't my type of games minecraft uh, terraria i don't like them um resource building build a campsite and, uh, not my thing sea of thieves was fun because you didn't actually have to progress anything to be like as good as your partner you can do whatever I mean, even the swords and things you got didn't give you more strength. <laughs> it was just a look. And, yeah, and the anything. guns, dude. The guns yeah. were like... It was just a look, you know? They didn't give you any, like, range or anything. It was just like... They did introduce... Cool, a different uh, like, a, yeah. like, right after we quit playing, they introduced uh, um, the cannonballs. Okay. Which I was, I was glad we missed. I was glad we missed the different types of cannonballs. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that would have been terrible. Oh, no. But, I mean, so you can tell what kind of game they were going for. It's like a good party chat type of game. Go look for treasure. Whatever. I don't think they. I don't think that they were going for that type of game. I think they were going for – I think that, like, that just kind of – they were going for something else. They didn't have, like, the resources to achieve it or whatever or, like, the they didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And it just – they stuck it out there and it, like, ended up doing okay but i mean like yeah. everything about it was like i mean even when they first released it like people don't, jumped into the water when the kraken attacked <laughs> yeah, and there was, no, there was no there was nothing under the water it was just the tentacles like, it, saying that. <laughs> i mean it's just better now so maybe we shouldn't say so much about it because we haven't played it now but i don't know 
maybe someday if we're bored, I would consider re-downloading it. But it was a pretty big download. Uh, it was. But anyways. So anyway, that's it. We'll that's the episode. Through. That's it. So we got? 40, 47 minutes. We still stretched it out because we yammered on about various topics. But uh, yeah. Anyways, enjoy until the next episode, folks. Bye. Yep. See you.